Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports. This is our fight preview show. We have a special guest today. You guys might know him, Mr. Showtime himself, Anthony Pettis. Go ahead and say hi, Anthony. What's up? Oh, man, so good to have you here. So good. Um, we're talking about the PFL today, uh, which is something some of our fans might know about. They're pretty familiar with the UFC. They've seen you quite a bit of times. We do fight companions here every Saturday and do watch-alongs. This is my co-host, Dan. Dan, say hi to Anthony. How's it going, Anthony? What up, man? So you finished out your contract with the UFC with a 2-0 and win streak, leaving out there, and then you decided to be a free agent and go over to the PFL. Very short. Free agency, yeah, very, very short free agency. Yeah. It didn't didn't take you long. Yeah, yeah, it was a quick, uh, quick free agency. You know, I, I knew. Um, actually, I was in December when it happened. I wanted to wait for like the holidays to pass and everything. But then I went to Miami. My agents out in Miami, and you know, we started getting phone calls right away and started going through deals. And then, man, they, they it was an offer that was made that I just I felt that was you know, appropriate. That's awesome. And uh, I mean, you're obviously a huge name in the MMA community and then bringing over as like an up and coming organization must have been huge for them to, to bag a big star like yourself. So, I mean, must have been pretty easy. Definitely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think um, the PFL is doing it right. You know, they're building up a, a, a organization around a format that the average fan can you know, comprehend. Yeah, so I mean, what. let's jump into that right away. Like uh, the whole regular season format, you know, you have four fights, you're there to score points, you get three points for the victory. If you get a a stoppage in the first, second or third round, you get bonus points on top of that. Like, how do you like that format versus, you know, uh, the ranking system and the other organizations where you're fighting all the time, trying to acquire, you know, a ranking to win to a fight for a belt? Yeah. No one really knows how to, how to earn a title shot. And, you know, the different organizations are popular and you have, you know, some big wins how it happens you got guys like Oliveira you know, he's, he was on a win streak Tony Ferguson 12 fight win streak that never got a title shot you know it's, it's crazy how it works and then you got a guy like you know even Michael Chandler just coming over two fights and he gets a title shot so there's no real way that we know how to get a title shot and no real clear path with title shots it's kind of like if you're popular and you're winning you know, and they want to give you a title shot they will um whereas in this format you have to earn a title shot you know you have to like you said if you win in the first round you get three extra points you win in the second round you get two extra points if you win in the third round you get one extra points um you get two preseason fights the guy who has the, the top four who have the most points fight in the playoffs and then the last two fight for the championship um and then a new a new tournament starts the following year so it's it's, it's a very cool format my first time taking partaking in it um the quarantine, uh, they did a great job in, you know, making it set it up and doing it right and making sure we have everything we have access to, but it was new for me. So, like, 17 days, man, it was, like, a long time before a fight. And I'm not, like, the crucial week. So, I feel like this time around, I'm, I'm more prepared for it. I understand what, what's coming up ahead of me, and, uh, you know, it's, it's go time. Man, with them taking the top four, does that make it feel like you're never really out of it? Like, you can, like, if you take a loss when you're coming up for a title shot and you're a contender and you're trying to work your way up through the rankings, that can set you back, you know, a couple years in your career. Where in this, in this league, you know, you take a loss and you can come out and get a stoppage in your next fight and you're right back up with more points than the last guy. So it just kind of keeps everyone in it. Does that feel like it's taking any of the pressure away from you? No, I wouldn't say taking the pressure away. I mean, it was it's a quick turnaround. You know, I just fought seven weeks ago, so it's been a while since I had like a, a quick turnaround like this, where you're like right back into work, um, which I actually enjoyed because my last fight, I was I, I honestly like my performance that I had in my last fight, I was upset about. Like, I watching it, I'm like, man, I just looked like I wasn't in that 
I wasn't president there, man. I was in a, a shitty stands doing dumb things. So like, I feel like uh, this time around, I feel like um, I'm not thinking about, you know, being the face of this thing, not going to knock somebody out spectacularly. Like, I got to go out there, find my rhythm, find my range and, and get to work. Did you feel that pressure, that first fight in the organization, you know, obviously coming in with a big name, did you feel that pressure to really like make a name for yourself and showcase what you could do? And I feel like that kind of threw you off a little bit. Not make a name for myself, but to live up to my name, if you will. Yeah, I mean, my name, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say I like trying to go out there and like do some new things, like something I've done before. I think, uh, so my preparation, I was thinking about that a lot more than this time around where I was like, all right, I'm looking for big kicks, big jumps, like spins, like entertainment stuff. Whereas this time around I went to focus on the basics and now them things are happening even better because my basics are wrong. Well, we went back and watched a lot of your fights, including that first fight in the PFL before this. And like, you still look dangerous in that third round. Like you, you didn't look like yourself. You probably didn't say you didn't look as comfortable as you normally would have, but like you drop him in that third round, you're looking funky, you're looking dangerous. And like, I mean the Steven Thompson fight, like all, all, all like going back and watching, it's like whenever you seem in danger is almost like when you're most dangerous, like when guys are chasing you down, like that right hand is always there. Something coming out of nowhere is always ready for him. And yeah, you know, cause that wonder boy fight, it, it, that Superman it, punch just kind of came out of nowhere. So yeah. I mean, for the, for well, the yeah. most part, it kind of seemed like wonder boy was kind of like taking a little bit of control and he just came out and just knocked him cold. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, if you really watch that fight and dissect it, I mean, wonder boys, I'm actually fighting now. So it's kind of a good, a good fight to reference to um but his he stands in like a, a side stance if you mm-hmm. will. like like feet isn't directly facing your opponent so when a guy stands like that the objective is to find that low kick first and if you watch, rewatch the fight it took me a little bit of time to find the low kick but then i started landing the, the the back leg low kick and when you land the back leg low kick on a traditional guy it brings their stance closer so now their chin don't have the movement that it has when you're standing straight up and that's how i caught him yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't have the range to pull back as far. And, like, he, people don't notice the leg kicks that you're so dangerous with. Like, catching people chasing you all the time, you know, inside that front leg low kick, and then that st- stance tightens up, and you got that back leg low kick as well. Like, I mean, obviously you've had two huge fights against Benson Henderson, who's, like, kind of known for introducing that to MMA, that low calf kick. But, like, I think you do it just as good, if not better, than he does or did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And actually – he hit me with that low calf kick in our fight and uh, tore my uh, PCL. I had to get after that fight. <sighs> and people don't realize how dangerous and how bad that is. You kind of had his number. You beat him for the title in WEC, and then you come back and you beat him for the title in the UFC as well. I mean, uh, do you guys ever talk since then? You ever give him a little shit about that? Nah, man. Actually, you know, I did see him in Milwaukee when my little brother was fighting at uh, uh, in the, uh, not the Bradley Center, the, uh, Pfizer, the Pfizer Forum, the new, the new arena there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was his guys was fighting so we, we ran across each other you know we keep it cool he's a cool guy well of course i mean it's all it's all sport out there uh yeah. of all the guys you fought uh was there anybody you'd want to run it back against collard i mean hopefully that happens the, the guy I just lost to. yeah hopefully yeah. that happens here in the finals um i feel like that that's one of them things that's like you know when i watch that fight it just frustrates me it's like man what was i thinking like what, what was i my mindset wasn't in there and i was like i was i was trying to force things to happen so that's how, hopefully i get that one back I mean, I mean, if you fight like the way you did in that third round, I think I think I think it's going to end up pretty well for you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, mean, I think so, man. I think that's my objective is to go continue off where I, where I was. I was getting comfortable again. I got comfortable and I stopped like forcing things. Um, there's a lot of just a lot of different things that happen and, like that fans don't know about. You know, like like the cutting weight here. You know, without saunas, that's hard to do. Like the whole card has to do that. Um, you know, the, the, me fighting in that cage is like a different, uh, canvas. Like I never, I never got used to it. I've never, I never fought in that. I always fought, you know, on, on a canvas. Now we're fighting on like, uh, I don't even know what it is. Like, yeah, a, what's a, the material? Is it more like a, like a mat, like a wrestling mat or is it like, one of, 
like um it's like what you put over a wrestling mat like when mma first came out like uh-huh. they, like the tarp thing like it's like a tarp that kind of goes over yeah, the like mat. It's international what, almost with like the strings and they pull it really tight almost and then but they still bubbles up a little bit and moves nah it's different no? man it's okay. like different footing so like i had to get, i have to get used to that too so like this camp i went out and i did a lot of barefoot training on slippery slicker surfaces and i've been more selectful on you know what, what techniques work on that kind of surface okay yeah i mean because I mean, if you can't land to throw to throw anything and you can't protect yeah but I, when you're on one leg bro like literally you'd slip every time man like if you were asked to fight every time i threw a knee like i was slipping and my kicks were on slipping i'm like shit so like now i understand like my has to get adjusted my my attacks have to be a lot, a lot of things that I just didn't know about. I mean, you said you're cutting weight without songs. Is that because they are not allowed in the PFL, or is that just because you guys don't have access to them right now because of quarantine? Yeah, we're in quarantine, so we have a bubble. They they gave us personal saunas. Like in our room, a little, little, we sauna, are, little sauna suit action. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have personal saunas, but like, you know, when, when you're cutting weight and you're doing, you know, the hot tub sauna, a good training session, weight comes off a lot quicker than you know, one of these little things. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can't put an aerodyne in that. <laughs> Hell in there, bro. Like, you're in there dying so you fought in like a bunch of different weight classes throughout your 145 career. 155 170 undefeated at 170 yeah, oh, no, I, and, uh, yeah. what's that i'm sorry he is at 70 nate diaz yeah oh diaz was at 70 yeah okay how do you feel My, like what's what's is 55 your optimal weight class i know you spent most of your time there and then dropped to 45 for a little bit but is that where you found like the big range between power and like uh, endurance yeah, you know what, 45 was his death. You know, like, I feel like when I got down there, I didn't even train for mixed martial arts. I was doing a weight cut. Like, that That it was like a 12-week camp of just weight cutting. Like, I couldn't even spar because I was just trying to lose that weight. Um, 55, I still have to work to make weight, um, but I feel comfortable doing it, and I, I can make it without dying. Mm-hmm. 70, uh, I feel the best at 70, but the guys are bigger. It's like now I'm fighting way bigger guys, so it's like you got to find out that part. Like, where do you feel the best at, and where can you be competitive at? Yeah, I mean, those 70-pounders are huge, man. It's, people don't realize the difference, but there's just a lot of mass on those guys. 210 pounds, man. Like, I remember when I fought Wonder Boy. Like, when he weighed in, I'm like, oh, he's not that big. And then he walked in the cage. I was like, god damn, this guy's a giant. <laughs> you put water in, those muscles just swell yeah, up. Yeah, bro. Uh, what's, what was your hardest weight cut story? Is there any time where you, like, did it smarter or, like, worse than I'm others? Max Holloway, when I went down to 145, um, my first 145 fight, I fought Charles Oliveira, like the champ, the current uh, yeah, champ. We, we know. We were going to get into that. How's it feel? Oh, we'll just, yeah. just stop there. How's it feel to choke out there, start, submit the champ? The current like, The current champ. champ and like yeah. people. Hey, but are, man, that's the thing about mixed martial arts. Anybody can win on any given day. Yep. It's like this different attacks and like this, this sport is, is crazy. That's why it's so fun. Like for a, it's like a 15 minutes of like anything can happen, man. Like obviously you have game plans and you have like, you know, strengths and weaknesses but for real anybody can catch you with a punch and it changes it changes everything or a kick or you know anything happens out there um but you know Oliver, i think he earned his spot as, as the champ right like he he's fought he's fought some tough dudes you know i think his last losses were me and paul felder teammates you know we kind of understood how to how to attack that i got him first and then uh no shit like where he's at now he's looking amazing you know like he, his win against um Chandler, obviously. I mean, he Chandler threw that bomb. He was hurt, and he like recovered. That was amazing. But Tony Ferguson, that fight was—he looks you know, so good in that Ferguson fight, just dominant, striking. Like, and Tony has dangerous elbows. Even though people are like Tony's, like you know, either they're saying he's like not as good as he was. It's just bro, he's fighting the best in the world. Like people will fall victim to that when you're fighting the best in the world. It's a game of inches. Like you know, he fought Benil, he fought Oliveira, he fought myself. I mean, he's fighting 
killer after killer after killer. Yeah. Oh, you, you, had, you, you had him in danger, too, in that fight. Oh, we, we, right, we, we, yeah, had, we were watching it right before you broke your hand. Um, and kind of had all the momentum before uh, the doctor kind of, like, stopped to get you cleaned up there. That happened, you know, watch the Dustin Poirier fight, that happened as well. You know, so, like, I had, like, the ref waited until I locked in the triangle, and then he stops the fight to stand us up to check my cut. He waited until I locked it in. It's crazy. So if you watch that fight again, and I didn't realize it until after the fight. I was so pissed. I'm like, damn, because I was bleeding. But like, I lock in the triangle, and then he stops the fight, stands us up, well, checks my cut, and then starts us in the standing position. I'm like, damn. You're like, I just had all this momentum. Everything was just going my way, and just, oh, I pulled it, pulled it away from me. I, yeah, from, from you know, he, at least wait till I, he fights and breaks the triangle. Yeah, yeah, I mean... God, so and that was, so many that was by far the fight of the night. That was kind of overshadowed by what happened with uh, Connor and Habib. Yeah, that yeah. Night, but, but your your guys' fight, I mean, there's so much action in it. Like, I, I just, every time you fight, there's just so much action. I think that's that's what you're known for. Like, uh, and the, the, yeah, co- the copy wear that, techniques. Going uh, off going off that though, like, do you kind of feel at this point in your career where you're so well established and you've kind of done everything there is to do, you kind of feel you fall into a trap where you have to kind of put on a show every time you go out there. I mean, that's the, that's kind of the battle I've been going through, you know, it's like, you know, when, when I see these moments of like, should I land a right hand or a 360 round kick or a jump kick, you know, the, the round kick and the jump kick come first, like where I should be like putting that right hand there and then doing the next move. So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been battling with that for a while now, man. Honestly, it's like finding that flair show place and that how strong my basics are. If you look at like my great fights, Ben Henderson, like when I landed the showtime kick, that was four rounds of solid basics that led to that one kick that was like, Oh jumped off the cage um and i think i forgot that is going on as well you know i'm trying to force these big moves force these big these big moments in mixed martial arts where it just can't happen like that you have, they have to be authentic they have to come from the flow they have to come from you know you earning that yeah i mean only you can find that balance only you know like you know is the jab setting it up and when's the perfect timing to let it explode and like how dangerous or what the volume i should go with like i mean but you know when you put it together just right then it's really amazing to watch yeah it's beautiful yeah um we got a couple questions from our uh, our audience that sent these in earlier. Uh, one of our friends of the podcast, AJ Gamble, uh, sent in. Um, how you, he well he want, he said he's really respecting of your jujitsu. And how did you develop your guard coming from a, a, a taekwondo and kickboxing background? Uh, I really well, I came from a taekwondo background, but I really focus on space in my guard. You know, I was like understanding the space, so like guys in your guard. Their objective is to hold you down or pass your guard. So, like, if you can control from the knee to the hip and you take them angles and, and build a game off of that, that's where you, you get dangerous. I think a lot of guys, like, focus on the, the 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 from the knee to the foot, and then now that leaves a lot of space for guys like myself that are good off their back to get angles. So once you tighten your game up and you start work, working on them angles and start developing your own game, um, and a lot of punching. You know, I, I put punches into my jujitsu where it makes guys better. Yeah, I feel like the people have got away from the ground and pound recently. Like you see, it's it's MMA is like really like a kickboxing fight on your feet, and then this jujitsu match on the ground. We're just like the old school ground and pound. Like is still very effective and still it still works really well. It's just man, guys are getting better at jujitsu. So like you know you don't see the same amount of the things that we saw in the past. Because like when you get better at jujitsu and guys like the, their opponents are better at jujitsu, now you have to be more careful with your ground and pound and your attacks because there's submissions coming at you. Um, so I think that's what we're seeing right now. The jiu-jitsu level is growing. I mean, everything's growing in mixed martial arts. The striking, the boxing, like putting it all together. It's, it's amazing to see. Yeah, I mean, you're one of the, the first ones. That it's like these multiple, these true MMA fighters. They're not just one discipline translating over, or like catching up in one way or another, like learning jiu-jitsu like later in life. Like you really kind of evolved at this like full MMA fighter. 
Yeah, yeah, I came up, you know, like, well, I started as striking, but, like, at, at you know, 17, 18 is when I started really focusing in on mixed martial arts, and I was I was blessed to have Rush's Sport in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and it led to led to this life. I mean, yeah, can, I mean, talk about Duke Rufus. What's it like training under him? What's it like, like, being, like, one of his protégés? Like, I mean, he's been with you through your entire yeah. career, right? Duke's uh, never missed a fight of mine except for the one that we fought on in the card together. It was his, like, last fight of his career. I was the co-main event. He was the main event. That was the only time he ever missed, uh, you know, one of my fights. We didn't corner me, um, but yeah, man, like me and Dukes is our, our our history, our vibe. You know, it's, you can't match that. You know, how many years we have together, the stories we've been through, the wars, the uh, after parties, the good times, the bad times. Like we have so much memories together that you know, that's what I, that's what I'm probably gonna miss. Like when this is all said and done, like these little moments in the rooms and like the 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 moments with the team, the moments with the guys. Like that's the stuff that no one gets to see. That's like really meaningful. Well, people don't realize there's still a lot of downtime. Like yeah. you're training and you're cutting weight, but then there's a lot of like, I'm sitting around being miserable. My body's a little sore, trying to recover, trying not to waste energy. You know, you, you need yeah. people to hang out with. So we have no, uh, yeah, like but we're in these bubbles now. There's like, usually I would have like a therapist, PT, massage, like getting my body ready for what's going to happen soon. Uh, these ones we can't. So like, we're for real, like we do our workouts. We got, you know, they're not two, letting two, anyone in the bubble with you. They're not letting like, even if they pass tests or like they can't, like you can only have corner really so the guys corner you was yeah so you're only allowed three cornermen um and you know my cornerman's always yeah. been taken up yeah yeah so if you if you will need more like the, the, you don't have access to that you know it's so like my, my nutritionist is out here at airbnb drops my food off so i can make the weight um and then my team's out here with me in the corner so we can actually get ready for the fight oh man that's 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 a whole added another level of like it's different stress. man it's different you know my here I had access to all this, you know, all my fights I had access to you know, anything I wanted where now, you know, I mean, I'm, you're in bubbles and shit. it makes it fun though. It makes it like, it, it feels like the beginning of mixed martial arts. Like, I, I was about to ask, you does know, it feel like being a kid again? Like you don't have, you don't have all the luxury. You don't have any of the things. It's just going out there wanting to compete. Just roughing it. Yeah. Just rough, roughing it. Exactly. We're just roughing it. Going through, I mean, it's a beautiful hotel and beautiful place, but like the, the things that require us, things we are used to, like the sauna, the hot tubs, the, the access to body work, like, we're going without it. Is these fights happen? Uh, how do you like being in Atlantic City? Like uh, they're hosting all the regular season fights there, right? Like uh, as an organization, is it's almost like that's their home. Like people can become fan. Like people in that area can be become fans of the sport and like show up to a lot of the events. Like they're not all over the place, like in the UFC. Like, do you think that's a good thing? Um, I haven't even seen Atlantic City, honestly, bro. Like I've seen this hotel. I've seen. My window and uh, the airport. That's all I've seen there's, here. There's so not I, much to see, man. Yeah, you've seen all the Coming from a City. guy from Philly who uh, would vacation in Atlantic City from time to time. Not a whole lot to see. It looks pretty cool, though, man. The beach and, like, all these casinos. And it looks like a good vibe. Okay. Uh, Alex Martinez, your opponent coming up here. Um, watched a couple of his early fights. Uh, what's your game plan against him? Like, uh, what do you feel like you're coming out for? You keep it standing? Like, uh, coming from his, his first fight uh, from this season, the PFL, a little bit on the ground, but his jiu-jitsu game didn't look uh, quite up par. He passed guard a couple times, didn't do much with it. They kind of scrambled around. One guy was in full mount. The other guy was in full mount. Neither one really capitalized. Like, is that a place you can uh, take advantage you know what? I think um, after watching his fight, um, I didn't even change like my mindset coming from my last fight, which it kind of worked out good. I think the first fight I came out, if you come, if you watch, it was a open stance where I fight my right foot in front. Mm -hmm. That's more of a stance, more of a traditional stance, more of like a flashier stance. Um, but this fight, I'm coming out right leg and back and looking to build up my basic. So like I said, the cage is a little more slippery than I was used to. So like I got to clean up my 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 kick. So I really focus on boxing. 
Um, obviously, if it goes to the ground, you know, I, I, I'm ready for Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling. But I think he comes from a Taekwondo background where you know, his his striking, his range is kind of like, I'm used to that, like a Wonder Boy fight kind of. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go out there and just, like like I said, base it off my last performance and not for the guy I'm fighting right now. I'm going to go slow it down, find my my rhythm, my range, and then build up. Oh, man, that's fucking awesome. I can't wait to see you fight. Um, you've literally been in there with, like, every legend in the sport. Uh, is there one fight in particular, like, with some with some of these guys that stand out more than others? Yeah, man, a lot of them, bro, honestly. Even the Diaz fight, even though I lost that fight, that was a fun fight, man. Like, going to California, a guy like you know, me and Dane had some, some problems in the past when I was the champ, and, you know, we got to squash that, and you know, it, it's, it's a cool sport, man. Like, if you have any problems with somebody, you literally get to fight them at the end of it, and... <laughs> There. Usually settles it, yeah. But Usually, the was a one. Uh, Wonder Boy was a great one. Ben Henderson, uh, Tony Ferguson. I mean, there's so many great fights I had. Yeah, I mean, you've literally like fought like like all of the legends like in this in the sport. Like everyone Max, who has their name in the yeah. book. Like you like, have been in the cage with them. Like that. The, yeah. the older you get, though, do you kind of like? Uh, I know it's a trap that people who are a little bit younger. It's it's always on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. The old the older you get, though, do you be, are you able to appreciate kind of like what you've already accomplished in your career? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hard, it's hard when you're in the trenches. Like right now when I'm in this training camp, like you go through so many emotions of like, am I ready? Did I do enough work? And like, you can't look at your past fights and you can't look at, you know, you can't think about the future. You really got to be in this like present moment. So I think when you're in the trenches and you're getting ready for your next fight, you can't really think about your what you past and you can't rely on that because this is a whole nother place right now. Damn. Yeah, totally get that. That's awesome. Yeah. But hopefully after this week or uh, next weekend. Yeah, next Thursday. So, so how do these contracts to uh, dispute work? Since it's a little bit different with the PFL, do they sign you to the regular season and then have like an extension, uh, an expectation that you will make the the playoffs, or how does no, that work? Then you for the whole year. Okay, so, so I'm, you for the entire I'm year. Hmm? Two year deal. So I got two years with these guys. I got two seasons. So I got this season and next season. Okay. So better make the playoffs and I better make championship. Yeah, I mean, I see you walking walking away with that one million dollars at the end of it, buddy. That's the objective, you know. I still nothing changes, you know. I, I know what I gotta go do. I gotta go out there, get a finish, and uh, you know, be myself. So you got two years with PFL. Um, you're only 34 right now. Uh, how long do you see yourself going? Kind of whether it's just in uh, mixed martial I don't arts know. or mixed martial arts. You know, I started my own um, my own management company, my own my own group of fighters that are coming up. All these guys just fought last weekend. We got we went five and one uh, last weekend. I got another guy fighting this weekend, so I got a team of guys that are coming up. It's just like of my life you know like i'm in the gym training i love to fight you know I, this is all i do my little brother's just won his first world title like we're just in a great spot man i'm having fun with it so i'm, I'm gonna keep going until the, i'm gonna ride it until the wheels fall off yeah so, and wow. a few years ago you uh actually had a grappling match with jorge uh yeah is that something you would kind of like see yourself doing uh maybe in the later years of your career or like uh maybe 40s 50s kind of just like nah i would Competition, grab, grab, I mean, maybe, I don't know. If I fall back in love with, like, that style, because like, like, competition jiu-jitsu is way different than MMA jiu-jitsu. Right. Like, whole another game, you know? Like, like when I go in there with, like, competition guys, I'm like, oh, shit, like, I, some of these guys I have no chance with. It's like, whoa, like, they they are a different level of jiu-jitsu. Um, and uh, for me, my, like, I'm, I'm falling in love. I, I've, I've always loved striking. I think boxing will be more realistic before I leave. It's like a, at least a, a boxing fight or some kind of, some kind of trial in boxing. Okay, so how do we get you in a ring with a Paul brother? This is the next question. Man, where you get that paycheck, you know? Before I signed the PFL contract, there was a couple a couple fight offers that, that popped up. But I wasn't done with mixed martial arts yet, so I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll save that. 
Right. You got to you got to go continue to do what you can do. Show these people that, you know, you're, you're still this and then eventually come up for later. Yeah. And then when I'm when I'm ready to try out boxing, I'll do it. Well, your uh, your old teammate and an old teammate of mine as well is going to get a little stab at him first. Tyron. Uh, what do you what do you think about that, man? Because like love it. I, 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 he, he, I was a wrestler at Mizzou, like right after he graduated. So like he would okay. always come back for the summers and like, he was fighting in strike force at this time. And like, he is the scariest dude I had ever seen. I was like 18 years old and he was grabbing me and throwing me around like everything in police. But like, you know, he, he, he's had a, a tough end of his career in the UFC, you know, still fighting the best in the world. You know, it's so hard to keep at that, like hot, hot heat in that like very best space. Um, but with Jake knocking out Ben, I mean, that's the whole reason I'm blonde right now. Like, what do you think Tyron's going to do to him? Like, I mean, and I know both of them are, like, world's difference in their striking, but, like, yeah, you see he, does. he has way better boxing, obviously, than Ben. You know, I think with Diamond, some boxing, he tried to tried boxing and putting, you know, he got some knockouts in, in mixed martial arts. So I think, uh, you know, it's definitely more of a dangerous fight for uh, Jake Paul. Um you know, you went, you came from a great fucking school, man. Like with Ben and all these guys, Ben and Woodley teammates, like all these guys, you know, have this this history and this bond. So I feel like Woodley definitely wants to get it back for for Ben, but not only for Ben, but for the mixed martial arts community. I feel like that's what is that's what's at stake right now. Is you know, Ben Ty, Woodley has to hold it down for the mixed martial arts community. And yeah. I mean, I I gave I gave Jake no shot in the first one, and I'm giving him no shot in the second. I gotta one, say, like, if if Woodley loses this fight. You got to cancel the entire Mizzou wrestling program. <laughs> it's it's bad. Like it's on the line right now, man. Like our dignity is just hanging by a thread. But it went from like the top of the top to like I mean, and Ben's like if it was gonna happen to somebody, Ben's the guy it should happen. Uh, of, of course, <laughs> off a of hip he's, surgery too. Yeah, he's like oh, I know who I am. You know, he, he's like a very confident. Dude. So I feel like um, and that's not hurting Ben too much. You know, but but you know, I think Woodley's a little more in the public. Yeah, he's like. You know, trying to be in, doing the acting thing all over LA, like so, like that. It's hard to hide from that, man. Hopefully, he gets out there and does the thing. I told, I hit him up. I was like, "Yo, if you need any work, let me know. I'm in Vegas. I'll come training with you. All that." Okay. I mean, is, is he is he training up for it right now? Do you have any inside uh, inside secrets? Just, just found out when we found out that like it was officially happening. But yeah, he's been boxing. You know? he, I think we were like he was talking about it after uh, Jay Love. Did you guys see that video? Jay Leon Love. No. Uh, no. no. Like. So, so he, that's how this kind of happened. So he was like in the back, like, what you know about boxing to Woodley when Woodley was looking at the boxing gloves. And that's where this like chemistry happened of like Woodley getting that, in that pace. So I feel like um, from that point, that's when, you know, Woodley started just focusing more on boxing. Dude. All right. So uh, do you have any predictions for that fight? Man, I, I hope Woodley knocks his ass out in the first round, you know. Uh, that's that's my hopes, but predictions I don't know, man. Like after watching him fight Ben and then looking at some of his training, dude knows how to box. No, he's not like he's a uh, uh, just a, a new guy coming with no boxing. Like he's actually training for this stuff too. So like Woodley has to be on his on his game. Yeah, I mean when you don't got to worry about money and you, you can hire YouTube the best money, you yeah, you train gotta... every day. I feel like he should be semi decent. Yeah, I mean he's an yeah. athlete. Yeah, yeah he trains every day. Yeah, you should, you should you should be okay by this point. Yeah, but you still should not be able to step into the boxing with Tyron Woodley after three years. No, like, being a YouTuber, not. you should not be able to do. It's true. <laughs> so, oh man, uh, any other plugs or anything else you want to say to our fans real quick before we sign out of here, man? It's just been a pleasure to have you on. No, man. Make sure you guys tune in June 10th for my uh, PFL debut. Make sure you guys check out Showtime Group. All my guys, up and coming fighters, um, some some big names coming up. And uh, oh yeah, well, before, what's your management company? Who are the fighters that you guys got coming up? Um, the next fight I have is uh, Thursday. I was say Thursday, Friday mm-hmm. is uh, Scotty. Scotty from Oregon. He's gonna be fighting a good up and coming guy. You know. So I, what I did is I did this like um, combine 
had all these guys come from you know all over the U.S. and, and some from like uh, outside of the U.S. and they all tried out for my fight team and I picked like the top forty guys to be, be on my pro team mm-hmm. and they've been last summer so now they're starting to fight and it's it's great to see. Dude, that's awesome. You had a little tryout to be on your team. That's that's fucking badass. I wish we could have seen that. I wish someone filmed it. Um, and that's Showtime Group on Instagram. And is that Showtime.in uh, uh, as your website too? Yep. Yep, all good. So if you guys want to check out the next group of up-and-coming fighters uh, managed by Anthony Pettis, uh, go out and watch him on uh, ESPN Plus and ESPN2 coming up uh, at the PFL. Um, dude, it's just been wonderful. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. Yep. You too. Later. Oh man, Dan, Dan, oh Dan. What do you think? You think he's gonna think he's gonna do it? Yeah, he should. I mean, so like, I mean, I think he's gonna. He looks way more focused. He did. He did. He that I, first PFL fight. So he was I'd fighting imagine. a boxer who walked him down, put those heavy hands on him, and he he, he got behind early. I think in 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 that first fight. Mm-hmm. Lost that first round and got behind in the second. So, if he wasn't already trying the Showtime moves, the, the the knockout finishes, he's definitely trying them then. And I think that actually, like to me, that's what made me seem more comfortable. Like I, I in that third round, watching him out there, like he, he looked good, and then he dropped him. So you know, may, maybe it really was. Maybe it was just nerves. Maybe it was the canvas. The big shiny lights of Atlantic City get to everybody. You know, I don't know if that's what about Atlantic City that gets to you. Oh. Uh, you you think it's the uh, boardwalk, uh, the the mu- underneath the the mu- the Monkey Thompson or Nucky Thompson? Nucky Thompson, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the boardwalk the, Empire, yeah. yeah, the ghost of him. No, dude, I'm excited to see what he can do because like he is the guy for the PFL, so it's I think they're pretty much banking on him to those uh, at those, least be in the playoffs. You know, I mean, those first round betting odds when we were watching that, he was like minus five hundred or something like that. Yep, and then yeah. it's slowly. Slowly faded away. Yeah. Ah, so what else we got this weekend? We got a. Uh, you're going to the uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Or yeah, Logan Paul Mayweather fight. Logan Paul Mayweather fight. Uh, I will be there. Catch all my Instagram stories. I may. Uh, I may even do a little live action so you guys can watch along. Uh, apparently, we got ringside tickets. Uh, and also, apparently, they're not going to announce a winner. So I think we just have to hope that someone punches someone in the face and then they don't get up. Yeah, uh, I think you can declare a winner with knockout. That's it. But, yeah, it's an exhibition, classic exhibition rules. It's not sanctioned by any committee, so you can't really have judges decide, I'd imagine. Oh, sorry, I'm just going through the chat right now. Sorry, guys, if I look a little... uh... Yeah, AJ Gamble saying Habib's uh, other cousin is in the PFL. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of names you'll notice, like Usman's brother, I think, is in Yep, Usman's brother's in the PFL as well. A good friend of mine... uh, Bubba Jenkins is at uh, is at one forty five in the PFL with Lance Palmer. Uh, both those are old wrestlers that I used to kick it with. Um, man, like it's just I, I like what they're doing here with the PFL, and it it makes it feel more it's like a cool a fo- format. It feels like a football league. Like, yeah, let's be honest. It, it feels this it feels is like American. Like it. it's, it, it, it's fucking soccer. Well, no, it feels like American sports because like UFC right now it feels so much like boxing and like. You got to squat on your spot. You got to like build your ranking. A loss throws you back. That is true. There is a playoff, so it wouldn't be soccer. It would be more like hockey. You yeah, get points be, for yeah, be more like wins, knockouts. For, or was it first round three points, second round? I just love yeah. that you can take a loss and you're not done. Like you're not over. And yeah. I feel like removing that pressure from some of these guys will just give us a lot better performances. I know he didn't really kind of want to admit it there, uh, but like you know, a, a loss like that in the first fight of the UFC would have put him back bunch 
you know, that would he would have been off a main card onto an undercard. Yeah, probably like a headliner for the the prelims. Or yeah, something right, like. and that, and that's your chance to get back in. And you got to fight back, and you got to work your way up the rankings. And most guys, when they're in their prime, never really get that title shot. Or if they do, it takes them forever. Um, like even Habib didn't have that many title defenses because it took him forever to get to the fucking title. I mean, yeah, they didn't like him when he came over. Just didn't like that style. They didn't like that style. They, they didn't like, like that ground and pound, you know? You just tying up them legs, man. I just Habib did that better than anyone else, and no one has done it since him. The way he wraps their legs with his legs and keeps them in that leg triangle, and when your legs are stuck together like this, there's no way for you to post out and gain any kind of leverage, and you're just stuck on your butt. And, yeah, he's like an anaconda. In like, the most in, like fucking insanely stacked division there is in the UFC. Yeah, and I most mean, of the, I mean most of those guys like the biggest names in that division are coming off of losses. So it's interesting to see where that goes. Life is a laugh is asking what about Mini Habib? Are you talking about uh, his cousin? I think right. No, I think he's talking about that guy who has like the dwarf, <laughs> the dwarfism, <laughs> the, like eighteen year old that uh, looks about uh, like three months old. Yes, <laughs> Dude. those those two kids that are on everybody's Instagram now. They're like, so big now. <laughs> They're huge. I mean, they're 18 and 19 years old, and they look like toddlers. <laughs> when the guy breaks them up, he just, like, picks them up and puts them anywhere. No, no, Colton, I know you meant Islam Makachev. Uh, uh, Islam is Habib with shoulders that are cannonballs and hands that are dynamite. So, like, no one wants to fight Islam. That's in, why Paul Felder retired, right? In the division, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Which uh, I get, man. I get Paul. I could see Darush fighting him. I mean, even even is he going to take a step back though? They told him they were going to give him top five, but there's no one in the top five they can give him. Yeah, because everyone's kind of tied up right now. It's it's essentially yeah, it's a. But I mean, before the Chandler fight, it was a final four, right? It was. It it is a final four. Cut to Dan real quick, and Dan, tell me your thoughts on it. Well, you have. um, It's probably going to be Chandler versus Gaethje at some point. Uh, Georgia is going to take a piss, and then I imagine obviously um, the winner of Connor and uh, Poirier. They're going to collect that check and then get that title shot. And then um, they'll face Charlie Olives, Charlie Oliveira. And then uh, the winner will probably face the winner of Gaethje Chandler again. Or Chandler might have to f- win a few fights before he actually gets another title shot. Uh, but, yeah. That's oh, wow. essentially what it is. It's the final four right now to uh, it's the final fight four. Charlie. Yeah. Kind of. I mean... I, you say that Charlie's going to lose to either Poirier or Connor. I think he beats both of them. Uh, he'll probably beat Connor if he goes to the ground. Um, he'll lose to Dustin. But then I oddly see Connor beating Dustin and getting the title back. I don't want that. I don't think anyone wants that. No one does. I don't does. even think Connor fans want that. It's really hard to be a Connor fan right now. Is it? Kind of. I mean, he's just making himself less and less likable. It's the redemption story, though. The redemption story of punching an old man in the face at a bar. Well, here's what happened. He, he lost everything, <laughs> won everything. Lost it again. Lost it again. But still has it. I don't know. It's just hard to support Connor right now. Oh, I mean, I, I think he's a giant tool. But. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, w- I would like to see Dustin versus Charlie. Then uh, I think DP kind of works him. And then uh, Gagey probably fights Chandler. And if that's a if, war, if Gaethje beats Chandler, I think Gaethje gets the title shot. But if Chandler beats Gaethje, I don't think he gets. The See, title this shot. is where I wish the UFC was the PFL, because I would love to watch all these guys fight each other in a regular season. Right. And you, you, <laughs> like, like, think about that. You get that's four. So fight, awesome. You're guaranteed four fights, like four Connor fights a year. You're guaranteed four Chandler fights a year. 
if not six. Four Gaethje fights, yeah, plus the playoffs. Yeah. But you're guaranteed that minimum. That'd yeah. be sick, yeah. It's but amazing. It's a, it's a great format. <laughs> How would, like, and then, but like, these are, these trying are to get fighters. into that. A lot of these guys, like, at this point, Connor is a prize fighter. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he is. But I, I hate that about the sport. Like, I mean, these guys are so, these guys are so used to competing that much. Like, I, I definitely like the three-round fights, too. Like, I think you can do multiple three-round fights per year. Instead of making guys go five? Yeah. 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 Like, you know, always having a main or co-main every weekend, you know. Like, some of these guys, like, Tony Ferguson only fought five round fights for, like, four years. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> I was just like, what? And, I mean, everyone's saying Tony's washed, but, like, Tony's... Like Anthony mentioned, he's just fought nothing but killer after killer for these last like three or four. And fights. I know Anthony couldn't say much about like fighters outside of the PFL right now, and like really had to hype that up. But if you wouldn't want to see a Showtime versus Tony, like running that back, run, you just run that back. You run the <sighs> fucking Nate Diaz fight back. You uh, you just run the auto fight that never happened. Right, right. I mean, I don't know where they would. Is, where what they is, would what meet, is what is Jose Aldo doing right now? Would they meet at one fifty five? You think? Because I don't think. Pettis seemed to not really want to ever That's go That's what I'm saying. Like, if we could just get all of these guys into the PFL, like all these aging names, I, I would love it. And then have them all go up a weight class. It's like a Champions League? Yeah, yeah. I would. I would. I mean, it's kind of what Bellator is to an extent. Like, they were letting guys, like, go up in weight classes. Remember when Rumble Johnson and uh, was it, like, uh, Max Holloway fought at the same weight or something? No. <laughs> they did. Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. They both fought at 55. Huh. <laughs> like, I don't remember that. Um, oh god, I'm, how big was Romero too? Didn't Romero recently get cut from the tournament? I mean, it happened like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. And then uh, Alvarez got let back in to the mini tournament. He had that disqualification overturned. Mm-hmm. Just some random MMA news while we're out there, while we're shouting things, going through. Um, You're a little bit more deeper into the the uh, the fringe leagues than I am. I mean, we got guys like. AJ Gamble, who, who who need me to stay up on these fringe fighters. Uh, he also said that Islam's ground game is much different than Habib's. Everyone's ground game is different than Habib's. Like, no one ties those legs up like that. And it's beautiful. Like, it's not, it's not jujitsu by any means. Like, it's, it's, there's no guard play whatsoever. It's like he transitions. It's almost like a leg lace in freestyle wrestling when a guy's on his butt and wants to belly out and then you switch to the lace. Um, it just, it immobilizes people, and I wish someone would adopt that. I haven't seen anyone else in the sport adopt that yet, um, and I'll be on the lookout for it. I'm AJ, trying, I'm trying to think of like the best wrestlers in the UFC right now. Obviously, Usman is up there. Yeah, I'd probably say Marty, uh, Henry if he comes back. Um, I mean, honestly, there's just better wrestlers in the PFL. You got Lance Palmer in there. You got Bubba Jenkins. You got, I mean, these are both NCAA champions. Uh, Lance Palmer has a freaking hit list that he's taken out. He's beaten Jordan Burroughs. You know, he's beaten. I mean, dude, he was he was the dude back in the day for Ohio State. Um, I guess TJ is technically a wrestler. A little bit. Uh, he's coming back. When when is uh Dillashaw Santa Hagen? Should be coming up soon. I don't know if they re-signed the contract because that's fallen through. I think a few times. Let me look that up. TJ Dillashaw versus Santa Hagen. So that that's a that's a division that's kind of tied up right now with. Nobody July really. 24th. Okay. So, winner of that's probably going to title shot. Uh, we don't really know what's happening with Sterling. He, got, he just got neck surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he vacates the title. You think he vacates and doesn't get that rematch with uh, Peter Young? I don't think there's enough time. Peter? 
Pitta. And, and after Joe, so Ro- Pit- Joe Rogan. So interim belt between Pitta, Jan, and the winner of TJ versus Sanhagen. I think so. I think they give Aljamain a little bit of time, but I don't think he recovers fast enough. The way Joe was talking about it is he's had a few of his, like. Does Rob Funk get a shot or no? No, definitely not. But he said he's had his spine fused. He's had some of those cages fused. For Sterling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a pretty very serious neck surgery. Like, and, you know, I, do you think that kick had, or that knee had anything to do with it? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not one to, you know, speculate on injuries. But if you want to go with Danny Hot take. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is just uh, just kind of a full sell, right? Like, a lot of people were questioning whether or not he was, uh, you know, milking that knee to the head. Mm-hmm. Saying he was knocked out and all that. He's just going the extra mile and just being like, no, leave no doubt. I had to get neck surgery afterwards. That illegal <laughs> knee caused my neck surgery. I mean, at that point, can he sue him? Is he like liable for damage? I don't know. But you could like win the belt. He wins the belt that way. What if he just never fights again? What if he's just like, you know what? I'm going to retire a champion. And then, oh, man. And then like 20 years from now, he's just telling, his, he's just, he's just telling his kids, <laughs> I could never fight again. I took a terrible knee to the head. Trust me, dude, I bet on pe- fucking um, Sterling that fight, and he was getting his ass whooped the entire time. Like, yeah, yeah. Jan was dicing that man up. First round, I think first round went to Sterling. Not really. I and don't then think he won at all. Jan, Jan just came back into it. We have a. But we have what a, a fucking dumbass. Like, yeah, you deserve to lose the belt if you illegally knee somebody. Like, that's day one stuff. That's kindergarten. I mean, education. but fighters don't know the rules. Almost no one knows the rules. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm dead serious. Like, no one knows the rules, man. They're so deep, and like, it's just unless you're like looking it up, you you don't know. We got a fight night this weekend, though. Rosen oh, yeah. Rosenstreak's back. Yeah, we do. Um, First Augusto. Weird. They kind of skipped Memorial. I guess maybe not that weird. You would think they would have fights Saturday night this past weekend, but a little, little rare weekend off. You know, I think Dana Dana likes to. Remember those who have fallen. Boat. No, I think I think instead of taking a long weekend, Dana likes to, you know, that's rem- true. It's remember, a, it's, a, it's a large portion of his uh, audience his base. Audience. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Rosenstrike back at it. It's Augusta. You think Rosenstrike gets his career back in order here? Mm. All right. So what happened after he got his fucking lip knocked off by Francis? He got knocked out again by Derek Lewis. Then he got knocked out by Derek Lewis. He hasn't fought since then? No. Okay. So back-to-back KOs, like vicious KOs. Yeah. Versus I, a man who is the same height but 20 pounds bigger. Yeah. Man, is this, is this the end? I don't know. What, is he favored right now on mybookie.ag? Yeah, check it out. Shouts to our sponsor. Of course, the only place where you should gamble. Use promo code BROS. We'll uh, either double your deposit or give you half your deposit back. We're not sure. They Gives you uh, so up to $1,000, you get up to half your deposit. Okay. So you deposit $1,000, I believe you get 500 Is that correct, Rob? Give me this. Yep. So 500 bucks if you deposit $1,000. MyBookie.ag, promo code, bros. I mean, look up Augusto's record. Augusto's last loss was to Overeem. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. But, I mean, it was from Elbows. Uh, Herb Dean stopped that uh, in the fifth round. Man, I can't get that image of fucking Overeem just getting diced up by Volkov out of my my head. Man, I mean that's that was so brutal. He looked. He did not look like he wanted to be there. No. Rosenstrike's minus one thirty right now. Um, I mean, this looks like a pretty a pretty 
Oh, Good we, got fight. A, we got another Walt Harris fight. Ugh. Ugh, I know. Ugh. I know. Man. I, I hate this card. Who else is on it? I'm not watching this card. Really? <laughs> no. Why not? I mean, I, pro- I probably will. Well, I'll, I guess during I the watch along this, this Saturday, I actually, no, I won't be here. I'm going to be in, uh, maybe in North Carolina this Saturday setting up uh, Mr. Eric Tanzi for then his new Miami show. Sunday? Yeah, then I'm going to Miami Sunday to film Mr. Liddell and Mr. Patterson. Oh, shit. We got the Queen of Violence this weekend. The what? The Queen of Violence. Oh. Ariane Lipsky. When is she, where's she fighting at? She's pretty hot. And uh, she's in the undercard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, she's the, uh, yeah, the the main of the undercard. She is a a pretty attractive female, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a pretty dope name, Queen of Violence. Queen of Violence is a great nickname. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would want my significant other to be named the Queen of Violence. <laughs> Maybe Queen 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 of something, Queen of Laundry. Um, no, oh, look at you adding to the patriarchy. Yeah, I mean that's the only way to do it. <laughs> God, any uh, any other questions from you guys? Any other things you want to talk about real quick from you uh, hardcore MMA fans in what the chat predi- here right now? What are your predictions this weekend? For this weekend? For Logan. Oh. Uh, Goes to decision, I which can't. there isn't a decision, so it's just an, a draw. Can you bet a draw? <laughs> Is that the money? Mm. It's not official. Uh, I mean, he'll probably, Logan will probably get kind of like TKO'd. I'd imagine. Yeah. He I, doesn't I, have that perfect record that his brother does. I don't think he lasts seven him. rounds. I think he just gets tired. I thought it was is, is eight six. or seven. or I, th- I thought it was six. Six is a six, three round? Ugh, maybe he makes it that. Uh, it's not a whole lot of time. Yeah, no. Nah. Nah. Um, let me look up the rounds. It might be. It might be eight. It's eight rounds, yeah. It's eight rounds. So I don't think he makes it eight. Six, I think he could have made it. Eight's a long time, dude. He'll be gassed 30 seconds in, probably. No, I think he makes it for through three rounds. Mm-hmm. I think because he's training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's in there sparring. He's sparring rounds. Like, I, I don't think he understands how tired he's going to get not hitting him. Like, he's going to swing for Mayweather, and he's going to miss. And he's uh, gonna that's get, his he's best, gonna, his he's, best he's, chance he's, is to just gas himself in the first round and just go for, go like, balls to the wall. Is it? Got to go for broke, yeah. Because, like, I mean, if he... He's if not he, going to beat goes, him tech... Like, he's not going to be able to, like... He's not going to win anyway. Box His only way of victory is, like, to not get beat up and make it the whole time. If that, he makes that's it, a if, win? Yeah, if he makes it the whole time, I think that's considered a win. Okay, well, try to go for the knockout. Be if it's, le- it's, 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 it's Rocky, it's Rocky one, you know? I went the distance. Just, no, you throw the haymakers. You throw nothing but 30 seconds of haymakers, and if you get caught during it, so be it. Logan Paul goes the distance with Apollo Creed. You got to go out on your sword. I mean, that's the most entertaining thing, but Which, that's, how, that's how you that's get That's what this is. This is an entertainment product. That's how you get embarrassed. The, this pro- this product is to raise your value, raise your stock, raise your celebrity. He doesn't have boxing stock, though. He's like, he hasn't won a boxing fight. He lost to KSI. Twice. Wasn't a draw the first time? He's like, he's like, I think Whatever. he's 0-1-1. Either way, like, it's just, uh, yeah, like, I don't know what your strategy is here. Like, you don't hit Mayweather. Like, I don't know. Like, you just don't. No. And, and like, mean, no matter how Connor big he is, do I bet he, does, he doesn't have the power. Like, he'll, he'll probably fuck with Logan for the most part, I'd imagine, for a few rounds. Yeah. Yeah. I would Maybe so. let him land a clean shot. Nothing's going to happen. 
Life is a Laugh says uh, Woodley wins, Logan cries foul, and the money machine keeps spitting. Uh, so that would be Jake. Yeah. That's later on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to differentiate between Logan and Jake sometimes. <laughs> I know it's not. One looks way douchey than the other. One looks like a Gap commercial and one looks like a SoundCloud rapper. Uh, Reed White's asking if we're going to be live Sunday. I think we will be. I'm going to try to make it happen. Hopefully the Wi-Fi or the internet in the hotel is good enough um, that we can bring you in. But I'm pretty sure we'll be doing some sort of live pre-fight with Chuck Liddell. Um, So tune in for that. Check my Instagram stories and maybe I'll uh, give you some updates there. Uh, Hopefully we'll be recording a new episode for the crypto show. I've been a little behind traveling so much to LA. I'm sorry guys, but this is the first month we can start investing anyway. And uh, we don't have that much money yet, but uh, it'd be pretty fun. Um, If you're investing in AMC, that's through the roof. Uh, You're all making your money and you're all uh, diamond hand, laser eyed, hodl bears, um, making bunches of money. Hey, if you made money on AMC and I told you about it, I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Right. Maybe throw a little my way. I don't care. You could, but Wouldn't he also it. just made like five grand on golf bets. No, so uh, that's, he's, that's he's, a, he's, he's pretty good. You know, Dan's could always do better. You know, Dan, you, you give to the poor. You don't you don't ask for anything in return. You just you just you bestow your knowledge upon people. No, I want to steal from the rich and give to myself. I like that. Yeah. Take what you can, give nothing back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very Pirates of the Caribbean of you. Um, we've had fun here today. Today's been a cool show. We, we got to hang out with Anthony Pettis. Like, we got to hang out with Mr. Showtime himself, uh, ask him some questions. we we'll see if he can revive his career here in the PFL. And we'll see if we can uh, be fans of the PFL. Maybe we'll do watch-alongs for that, too. Maybe we'll do pools. Maybe Thursday we'll... night action. I feel like this system also offers up good gambling. There's yeah. lots of things to bet on. Uh, maybe we get a little inner office action. What was that, Joel? What? What? Talking to the mic. Talking to the microphone. There's a mic over there. What about him? I, I don't think no. he, he's still under contract with UFC. Yeah, yeah. No. They just shot him down from fighting um, fucking De La Hoya in a boxing match. Dana was like, nah. Yeah, P- uh, George is in that like prize fighter position where he'll do like one or two like big events. I want people like in the grind again. Like this is like. You're signing up for five or six fights, and it's like in a relatively short period of time. Like, I'm ready to watch that. Uh, I'm Papa G. Kind of an old school, like, King of the Ring vibe. Big well, fan of it. Well, not the same night, because then your body's literally be, broken. Man. No, just run it back. UFC 1, 2, and 3. Dude, you had guys who hadn't fought all night. You had night. guys fighting in jeans. And on that note, we need a GTFO. Uh, I don't know. I've had fun. Have you had fun, Dan? Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, Life is Laugh says he'll buy you a PhD steak dinner later. Uh, and he'll uh, call me again, yeah. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't know what that I'll means. I'll take that. Yeah. All right. Always up for steak dinner. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be back, uh, obviously, next week to preview UFC 263. Which uh, maybe we have some special news about that. So Maybe we'll be in our if we, say, if we say it on the show, I think we ha- it makes Ross have to buy his tickets. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, we'll definitely be in Arizona. We may have a super special guest on We're gonna the show out there. We're going to have a suite there. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be. Ross, yeah, now you're going to have to. Sorry, man. I, we said it. You got to buy now. Yeah, so uh, I guess we got to go to UFC 263. And if you guys like keep watching this show, uh, we'll keep bringing you better content from places with better guests and super exclusive things. And, you know, it'll be fun. Bye guys, enjoy the